0: What pasa? What pasa? What pasa? Loyal members of the Wrestle Talk family, it is your boy, the Night Owl, on what feels like the rebirth of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Let me tell you guys why. We are now officially streaming on Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook Live. When we said to you guys that we were selling you these beautiful mugs for a reason, that there was a purpose behind the madness, well, there was, and it was so that we could bring you the best possible presentation, humanly possible, and here we are. So thank you guys so much for being here. I am not here alone, though. I am alongside some of the best podcasters in the game today, so... Before I get on the rambling like I know how to do, allow me to bring on a man who helped found the Wrestle Talk Podcast many, many, many years ago. Jonesy, you know that the show has come a long way, and here we are now able to communicate with each other live before the Wrestle Talk Podcast family for the first time ever, bro. Please tell me briefly how you feel.
1: Man, this is freaking awesome. Like, I have, this is like the first time I've ever done something like, that, like this. Usually, we would do blog talk radio, but now everybody gets to see my beautiful face and all my belts.
2: <laughs>
0: well, you know what? I actually want to go over that with you here a little bit later, seeing as if there's been a lot of belt controversy and uh, but we can't do this alone, Jonesy, because we got to get onto the Wrestle Talk podcast, and we've got two other incredible yes. podcast hosts that are going to be with us. First, allow me to introduce uh, one of our longtime sponsors now here on the Wrestle Talk podcast, a man who calls himself the Proprietor of the I seventy Sports Media Empire. Ladies and gentlemen, the Maestro Jeremy Carp. What's up, Maestro? We can't hear you. All right, well, Maestro real quick. Uh you might want to check your audio, make sure we can get your uh you off of unmute or we can get you unmuted and then we'll let you get rocking and rolling, my friend. While you work that out, l- let's bring on, on our audio. Oh, there he is. There he is. All uh, right, you'll be back, John. Wait right there. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it we'll bring it back on in a second. All right. Okay, so Maestro bro, uh we're well, excited obviously, man. This is a big up, day for the show. How do you feel, bro?
3: Absolutely. I'm great. Like I said, I got a bunch of vintage uh, WCW cards from the 80s in the background here on both sides. I mean, nice. I have ones all over. So and when I saw Nightmare's thing with the belts, I was like, I got to try to get my stuff, vintage stuff in there too. So I'm loving it. I'm hyped. It's WrestleMania week, guys.
0: Yeah, that's right. WrestleMania week. And we are busting out all the big guns here today because we want to make sure that we're giving – our listeners, the members of the Wrestle Talk family, the best presentation that we can give. And that would not be possible if we didn't have this man on the team. Ladies and gentlemen, how beautiful is it to have a guy who is so fully dedicated to the production of this show that he came on board just with the promise of working boards and now he's able to join us on the air. Haas, definitely want to get your thoughts on this, bro. How you feeling?
4: Oh, this is absolutely amazing, you know that to bring the Wrestle Talk podcast to the next level, you know, and I'm just excited to be a part of it. And you know, I thank you guys for letting me be a part of it. So, only thing is, we got to get Maestro some belts, man. Maestro's the only one without a belt, I think. Uh, I,
3: have, I got, I think, one like old school Intercontinental title one somewhere. I got to find it, but. I got to get more belts in the collection absolutely. So,
0: well, well here's my thing though. I think I think Jonesy is the belt guy. John, we have two belt guys. I'm doing different stuff. I've got the WCW, I got some vintage toys, the Gremlin here, oh the Wrestle Talk banner. Like, I like to mix it all up, baby. I like to have different flavors. Well, anyway, guys, we are going to go ahead and do the show. Um, all the same um, uh, segments that you're used to and love, we're going to go ahead and do them. So we're, we're sort of improvising a little bit because there's an audio aspect uh, to this show that we're going to be incorporating as time goes on. So we promise you that we're going to try to keep it... Um, about as like normal as possible as we're trying to incorporate all these different functions and features so ladies and gentlemen we're gonna go ahead and try to play what you guys are so familiar with as the WrestleTalk podcast intro let's see if we can't get this thing off the ground there we go
2: Everybody. <laughs> Everybody, it's Ted D.B. the Million Dollar Man, and you're listening to the Wrestle Talk Podcast.
5: Without the night out, you're using the WrestleTalk. Talk. 383
1: 151 We'll be discussing WWE and it of Underground, always.
5: Fantasy Wrestling, and we have some of the
1: best damn interviews for professional and independent wrestling that you've ever heard. And I'm Joe Ladies and gentlemen, definitely respect those. Keep your arms in the beam at all times. Let's call the end in 5,
4: four, 3, 2, <laughs> That's,
0: Woo! Right. That's, right. That's right.
3: That's
0: right. All right. So, listen, and, and let me peel the curtain back a little bit. You guys know how crazy I drive you, uh, Maestro, you in particular. <laughs> but this is what we've been aiming for, this is what really? we've been shooting for. Uh, this is what we've been striving for because I think we feel like the support that we've gotten here we've got Minnesota in the house we've got Missouri in the house I see Georgia in the house I see California in the house we owe it to the members of the WrestleTalk family to produce the very best podcast that we possibly can oh yeah Illinois is in the house as well shout out and Drake may be joining us according to his personal assistant he's going to try to make time for us because he's a very very busy man during a very very busy season of his life. So if we can get Drake on a little bit later, that would be, uh, I guess. Okay. And if he doesn't make it, then I'll be happy. I mean, I, I will be extremely disappointed and, uh, we'll look forward to seeing Drake back on the show very, very soon. Well, guys, with all that said, there are some other traditions that we absolutely have to uphold here on the wrestle talk podcast. Can anybody else tell me what that is? Anyone, anyone?
1: Um, you know, I- I'm, I'm going to probably go ahead and say that it's, uh, has to do with
0: the Star Spangled Banner. Ding, 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 ding! Correct. <laughs> Florida is in the house as well. Shout out to my boy Sammy Que Pasa Loco. Thank you so much for being here. Well, guys, we got to shout out the sponsors, which we'll be doing here in just a moment. But like we do every single show since I joined the Wrestle Talk Podcast family, we're gonna ask everybody to respectfully remove their caps, place their hands over their hearts as we pay homage to the gayest country on God's great earth. And that's America, damn it. No, that ain't it. <laughs> there it is. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
4: oh, oh. oh
0: can you see? And the Ready?
2: <laughs> Uh-oh. Now. No, oh, the land of the free.
3: It's never gotten through. It's never gotten through the, the whole thing.
4: <laughs> still, bring, still brings a tear to your eye every time, though. Every single time. You stole my line. You, you stole my line. Yes, <laughs> you stole his line, yes, bro.
0: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. Well, real quick before we get into high spots, guys, allow me to do what two of our hosts last week were almost incapable of doing. Yes, shot fired, but I'm not going to name no names. Allow me to go through the name of the sponsors that we so desperately need and appreciate, <clears throat> Jeremy and John. Um, <clears throat> so. <laughs> uh, Oh, I'm going to – yeah, you guys better start writing these down because if you don't put over the sponsors – we're not going to be around for very long, so let me start off by thanking uh, the manufacturer of this beautiful mug. I know everybody uh, in the Wrestle Talk Podcast family has been clamoring for these. They are still available. We will customize them with your name on it for just twenty dollars plus shipping. Also, at the aforementioned I seventy Sports, uh, Jeremy Carpin the boys covering all Midwest sports, probably better than any entity uh, in the Midwest today. King Cade, the host of our upcoming. Uh, universe mania watch party uh, it's going to be incredible guys we'll get more into that a little bit later combat everything with ufc hall of famer pat Milicic and also our beloved best friend longtime supporter of the show the one and only jay hollywood royals mills transportation if you're coming into town for universe mania make sure you guys hit up dewan mills at royals mills transportation for all your kansas city transportation needs Painter's Dream Production, uh, the Podcast.com, Guys, it would not be possible without Painter's Dream Production. If you're looking for website design, graphics, anything like that, hit up our boy Perry Hartman. That's, again, Perry Hartman at Perry, uh, Painter's Dream Production. That's a lot of P's, fellas. Perry Hartman at Painter's Dream Productions. Sucker and Suckatash. And last but not least, the FWWC, the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion. Gentlemen, Universe Mania 7 is coming up. We are going to encourage the members of the FWWC to message um, any one of us. And we will send you a link to join us on the broadcast if you want to come on and talk FWWC. Or better yet... If you just want to talk pro wrestling, go ahead and let us know in the comments section. We'll shoot you a link. As long as you got a good connection, we'll bring you on the show. How does that sound, Hoss? You like that idea?
4: Sounds like a plan to me.
0: All right. Awesome. Awesome. And as far as uh, Jeremy and Joe, if you guys could check, I think we got a little bit of an echo coming from one of you boys, but I'm sure we'll get it sorted out. Um, Anywho, that's pretty much our sponsorship lineup, so thank you guys for supporting us. It really means a tremendous amount, and the, the way that we're able to progress our technology and get better at what we do is via those sponsorships, so huge shout-out to those guys for supporting us. We absolutely love you, and uh, we wouldn't be here without you. And again, if you guys want to join the show, I'll have one of my boys here send you a link. It looks like DeWan wants to come on, so let's get a link sent over to him, see if we can't have him join as well. But uh, anywho, we'll go ahead and move past that. Uh, Into what everybody looks forward to every single week here on the Wrestle Talk Podcast. And that is the High Spots segment. And I do believe, here's one of the beauties, guys, of what we're able to do here on the WrestleTalk Podcast. We're able to bring in other talented people like DJ Money, okay, to produce music for the show. Something that I would have never thought possible. So, as we kick off tonight's edition of High Spots... Let's allow the man himself, DJ Money, to bring us in in appropriate fashion. How does that sound, gentlemen?
1: Sounds good. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. My check. My check. Yeah. Cheers. All right. All right. WrestleSol Podcast. DJ Money. Yeah.
1: Let's go.
2: Let's go. Looking to hot spots, five moves the shots. Come the screen with the red stop fucking for the people the black We hard like chair shots and I'm a like
1: the my land We get stay slow. the so. Now know we're about to start
3: the show. Uh-huh.
0: all right well gentlemen i've done my job and talked for a lot about the last 14 minutes so joey why don't you go ahead and lead us off with your first topic for high spots nothing is off limits help me out guys go ahead and shoot over um the link to anybody who wants to join us and we're going to make this the best episode of the wrestle talk podcast ever go ahead joey one of the
1: things i wanted to talk about and uh This is is a really good conversation starter, and and, and this is a question I want to ask to each and every single one of you and all of our listeners. What are you more excited for? The two days of NXT with Adam Cole against uh, Kyle O'Reilly, you've got uh, Cross against Finn Balor, or the two days of WrestleMania. Myself, I'm looking forward to NXT. I mean, I love WrestleMania, and and I'm going to enjoy WrestleMania, but I really, really, really became a fan of NXT. And, you know, I've even started going back and watching the beginnings of NXT, not when they had it as like a reality show, but more or less when when they actually started their own brand. So uh, that's my question to you all, is are you guys more excited for NXT or WrestleMania? All of the All above. above? There you go. That's a good answer. All of okay. the above.
3: So when I look at this, when I look at NXT and TakeOver and WrestleMania 37, wrestling-wise, I'm more excited for NXT. As a fan, because you know I've always thought that the TakeOver events especially have outshined the WrestleMania events the past few years. But from a fan standpoint, from the viewer standpoint, I'm going to say WrestleMania, and I'll tell you why. It's been a tradition since WrestleMania, hell, probably 25, where my friends and I, they're like brothers to me. We all get together, and somehow we watch WrestleMania. You know, We all get together at someone's house, watch WrestleMania and everything, have a great time. Last year, we did it over Zoom because of the pandemic. We're going to get back together this year you know, and actually hang out and it means a lot to me as a fan because you know you're we're all getting i don't want to say old but we're getting older you know and everybody's got jobs you know lives you know to get on to so it's nice to still keep some of those old traditions going and that's that's why i'm excited mainly for wrestlemania
0: I absolutely dig it, but you know what? I think there's some accountability to be had here, because Ditto is not a viable answer, Hardcore Hoss, so seeing as this is a two-hour podcast, why don't you tell us what matches you're not excited about for either NXT or the upcoming um, WrestleMania pay-per-view, because I know there's... There's matches that we're all excited about, but I'm sure there's going to be some that we're not so excited about. Can you give us a couple of those off your list, bro? What what are you not looking forward to?
4: Um Yeah, really I'm looking forward to just about all of them. I mean, it's anytime you get to see wrestling it's a good thing. Uh there, there's no downside to seeing wrestling.
0: Care to elaborate? (laughs) John, it's a two-hour podcast. You have to have opinions to be on a podcast. It sucks. It's great. Tell us something. Come on, big guy.
4: I mean, no. I'm just looking forward to all of it. I mean, NXT, uh, WrestleMania, I'm looking forward to all of it. I mean, they're all going to be good matches. They're all going to be good shows. And, I mean, there's not really a match that I don't want to see, so... Okay, so here's one that might kind of help the whole
3: situation before the Night Owl's veins pop out of his head.
0: Ah! Just This is
3: for all of you, but Haas, this one's kind of a little more directed at you because Night Owl really wants an answer.
0: Let's go! Come on,
3: baby! What do you think about the fact, guys, this is the first... All right, remember, it's WrestleMania 37. This is the first WrestleMania since WrestleMania four in nineteen eighty-eight that will not feature either Shawn Michaels, Triple H, or The Undertaker. What do you make of that? Whoa.
1: Hmm. Oh. That's a good answer. That, that 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 is definitely a good question. I did not realize. That it's been that long since we haven't had The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, or Triple H at WrestleMania. Wow.
4: Right? It would not surprise me, though, if Triple H doesn't at least make a cameo or at least be seen backstage or something.
0: All right, so let's talk about that, though, because I heard an interesting story. And, you know, that's what makes WrestleMania week so exciting. There's so many things swirling around. One of the stories that I heard is that AJ Styles was begging Triple H for a match. Begging, begging, begging. And Triple H having the respect for the sport that he does declined. He said, I actually refuse to have the match with you under the grounds that I am not physically prepared to give you the match that you deserve. I understand that because Triple H, as as great of a wrestler as he is, he is now... 99 percent of the time an executive he's an operations guy so to expect him to just be able to throw the gear back on and to be able to keep up with the likes of an aj styles to me shows that he respects the sport way too much to go in there and have some sort of bs match how do you guys feel about that
1: that's a cop out that's a cop out because you had the undertaker who could barely wrestle anymore and he put on a phenomenal match with triple h a phenomenal match. So for Triple H to say, oh, I can't give you the match that you deserve and say, no, there's no possible way that that, that, that's true, because if they can do that with The Undertaker, they could easily do that with Triple H. Easily.
3: And it's not only just that, I mean, that's a great point, it's not only just that, how many freaking uh, matches has Triple H had in the past couple years? Yeah, as far as like, look at uh, the Saudi Arabia shows. He had one with Shawn Michaels and Kane and The Undertaker, because you know he was in tip-top physical shape for that match. I mean, no, I don't, I don't buy that. I feel like, you no, know, I'm go. I agree with uh, Nightmare on this one.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. Well, allow me to play devil's advocate here a little bit and say this. You bring up the Undertaker-Triple-H, Joey, well, I will bring up to you the Undertaker-Brock-Lesnar match. So as much as you can make the argument that, yeah, he came back and he only had one match that year or what have you, that's one thing. But Triple-H isn't sitting at his home in Texas fishing and hunting, He's on the road three hundred days a year, running a billion, helping run a billion dollar company. And if he doesn't feel like he's up to it, I don't think he wants to tarnish his legacy by going out there and having an Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar type performance. Isn't that something that should be considered? Do you okay, sure but he also
3: about- had to touch it. He suffered a concussion. We're talking about uh, which match are you talking about? The
0: WrestleMania thirty one? Yeah, yeah, the one where he was uh, <laughs> falling as he was going like backstage and all that. Even he said in his documentary that he should not have been wrestling in that match. And then the same thing happened with him versus Roman in, in the documentary on the WWE Network. RIP. We'll get to that here in a second. Um, he said, <laughs> "I know, right?" Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh jeez. If it wasn't already in the name, I would call it so many different things. Uh, peacock. <laughs> but anyway, I, do you guys get my point? Does that make any sense? I mean, tr- again, I think Triple H, in his words, he says he respects the sport too much to go out there and have a crap match. That, I, I got to give him some respect for that. What do you guys think?
2: I, it, really. I appreciate
3: where he's coming from on that. I, I honestly do. I just think his reasonings for it are flawed. I don't have a problem with them saying that. But... He doesn't want to wrestle or he's focusing on his, you know, his executive positions because especially having to run NXT, you know, which, of course, is a huge responsibility. That's not the issue here. The issue is just his reasonings for why he didn't want to have this match with AJ Styles. That's the only thing I feel that there's some flaws in.
0: Okay, fair enough. Well, Uh, Let's do this. Let's go ahead and jump into our next topic, guys. The invites to the broadcast are starting to fly out. I'm sure my co-host here will be helping monitor the chats and help me uh, get these links out to you guys. Lucha, I see you want on. It looks like Michael wants on. Uh, Gabriel wants on. Uh, Let's go ahead and start shooting those links out, and I'll do my best as well. But let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. And for this one, we want your help, uh, Haas. Um, there's lots going on in going into this week. It's Quite exciting. I mean, it even starts today. We're I think we're running simultaneously with the WWE Hall of Fame. And I'm not mistaken. Is that what's on right now? No. No, yeah, it is. So um, I, I don't want to I don't want to gear this conversation in that direction yet. But John, what is your next high spot topic here tonight? Um, well,
4: let's see. I've got several of them here.
0: What do you got, buddy? Let me
4: just pick one out of here. Well. Since you bring up the uh, Hall of Fame, I mean, I was going to bring up the fact that that was going on, and
0: uh, we can definitely talk about it
4: because Jeremy and I talked last week about the Hall of Fame and what we thought of uh, the yeah, inductees and stuff. In. So I was going to ask you guys and, uh, what your thoughts were on the uh, on the inductees as well, so we could get what your thoughts were since we have mine and Jeremy's from last week.
0: Hmm. So, Interesting. Joe, Joe, you mind if I take the lead on this one? Absolutely, so go right ahead. All right, so, so in order to have a fair opinion, I think uh, we need to have a, 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 at least a, the majority of the people who are being inducted uh, in front of us. So here are the names that we know of for sure. Okay, we have the British Bulldog. We have Jushin Thunder Liger. We have the NWO, brother. Boom. Shout out to my boy, Heel Deal. I'm rocking the Heel Deal glasses today. If you're in the uh, FWWC, you know what I'm talking about. The Bella Twins, Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, Kane, and the Great Khali, Rob Van Dam, Titus O'Neal receiving the Warrior Award, William Shatner in the Celebrity Wing, as well as, potentially, Ozzy Osbourne, will all be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Just because it's so easy to talk about whom I believe does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, allow me to start by talking about who I believe deserves this honor the most. Okay, And I think without question, the man that deserves this honor the most, and we do have a caller on the line, Mr. Mills, we'll get you on in a second, so be ready. Without a shadow of a doubt, I believe that it is the British Bulldog that is way, way overdue for a his well-earned and well-respected career to be honored in the WWE Hall of Fame. Now, the British Bulldog, by all accounts, is pretty much in every other Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame or is in line to be in every other Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, but... We all know that the politics backstage, particularly with WWE, always play a factor in whether people are able to get into the WWE Hall of Fame. If you don't believe me, just go and do yourself a favor and try to figure out why China is yet to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Unless that already happened and I completely forgot. My point is, people are left out of this Hall of Fame for reasons other than their abilities in the ring. Without question, the British Bulldog, based on his persona his ability to draw, and his accomplishments in the ring has, for a long time, deserved to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And what's sad to me, gentlemen, is that these things, when they happen, it's terrible when the person is not around to receive the honor. You saw what happened with the Ultimate Warrior, with him getting that opportunity to get in, and it's almost like there was something missing out of his life. And he got that honor, and shortly thereafter, he left us. So you know that this means so, so much to people. And the fact that even though it's a little bit after the fact, the 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 fact that he is getting in makes me very, very excited. Before we bring on Mr. Mills, Mr. Mills, make sure your camera is on. I want to get the thoughts of you guys in terms of the British Bulldog getting in, and then we'll go ahead and throw it over to, to our first caller in our new format which i'm very excited about so who wants to jump in first
1: oh yeah absolutely you know the British Bulldog was somebody that has been trying to they've been trying to get him in to the hall of fame for quite some time now and they've they've had uh, um um uh, uh, things set up so that they could uh, uh you know uh, signatures and stuff to to try to get him in, and finally, after all these years, the British Bulldog is finally going to get into the Hall of Fame, and I couldn't think of of any person that that
0: deserved it more to get into the WWE Hall of Fame. Well said, Nightmare Jones, well said. Uh, JP, I'm going to throw to you on this one, man. You're a longtime wrestling fan. How do you feel about the British Bulldog finally getting his rightful place in the WWE Hall of Fame?
4: Yeah, I think it's about time that they gave it to him. I mean, he has deserved it for a long time, and he was a very good performer in his time, and I, I'm happy to see him finally get in there. It's it's about time.
0: Absolutely agree with that. Maestro, it's on you, brother. How are you feeling about the British Bulldog in the Hall of Fame? I think, personally, that he's the one that deserves it the most. I don't know if you want to argue that point or if you agree. You know, the way I
3: look at it, To me, he is the person, the British Bulldog is the person that deserves it the most that would not have controversy in the induction. So, this is how I, and what I mean. Okay. The only two wrestlers that I feel like you could put above him on the, you know, deserving to be inducted above him are Owen Hart and Chris Benoit. And I highly doubt in our lifetimes or any lifetime, time for that matter, that's going to happen. So, third on that list, the British Bulldog. You know, and you brought up the great point about how it, it was. there's a lot of factors that go into inductees. I was just reading an article that Triple H had done an interview about how people get selected for the Hall of Fame. He says there's a lot of people's input backstage. Um, they do listen to the fans. He says, but overall, this is very well-deserved. The British Bulldog is one of the most talented professional wrestlers of all time. He had charisma. He put on some amazing matches, especially in summer, at SummerSlam you know, against Bret Hart. He's a part of the Hart family, for crying out loud. They're a dynasty of awesomeness. So, yes, absolutely
0: well-deserved, and I'm happy that it's finally happening. No doubt about it Jeremy Well guess what guys We're very very lucky here Because we are going to be joined By a guy who is instrumental To the success of Not only the Wrestle Talk podcast But also the world's premier Fantasy wrestling promotion Hey Jonesy's back what up daddy <laughs> We got Jonesy back there Jonesy see if you can find some headphones bro So we can cut that echo out uh, for, Same for you Maestro I think that's what the issue is here Headphones really help with that sort of thing uh, but anyway, if you don't have any, that's cool. We'll figure it out for next show. Uh, but any, anywho, Mr. Mills, you're here. Right. You're live. How the hell are you feeling, bro? You I know, and
2: you
0: I... Can see me? Oh, yeah, dude. We can absolutely see you and hear you. And let me tell you something, man. I, You and I are, are best friends. Uh, we're business partners. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of things together, bro. And I promised you that... Uh, that we were going to do something special in 2021, not only with the FWWC, but here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. Man, you're seeing it. We're already seeing the engagement increase. Uh, here. About, we, we had 27 people here just a minute ago. Um, this is unprecedented for us, bro. So, how's the presentation look? And what's on your mind going into the biggest weekend of the year? Shout out to my boy Matt, by the way, who just popped in, and Mike. Love y'all. Man,
2: this is lit. This is something I. This is more clear than Zoom. The connection is more better than Skype. I think you might have found a gold, uh, a golden one, not Al. This is pretty tight. <laughs> this is called hey, StreamYard. Yeah, StreamYard, stream yeah. Stream uh,
0: yeah. And we're adding our own little twerks and links to it. Uh, and and there are a few people who are actually anxious to come on just like you, bro. That's what makes it awesome. You guys don't just have to call in. Now you get to be a part of the show, the broadcast, the history of the Wrestle Talk podcast. And who better to be our first guest ever than my partner, man in crime, DeWan Mills, bro. So... I know there's a lot going on in your life personally and professionally, bro, but what are you most excited about going into WrestleMania weekend slash Universe Mania weekend? And maybe you could tell the people what the difference is between WrestleMania weekend and Universe Mania.
2: Uh, I'm not sure what the difference is. I mean, we both have a very, very, very long uh, history of what we do as far as entertaining the people in the masses when it comes to professional wrestling and fantasy wrestling. Um, we're both unique. Uh, I think... I think the WWE and WrestleMania kind of gets their ideas from us. I'm not going to go on the record saying that, but just just look at some of the content. That's all I say. But uh, not out, guys. JP, Maestro, Jones, I'm excited for this weekend. Why? Because uh, we all know what happened with this last year. The pandemic hit in the world. We had to cancel pretty much every event in the world was canceled. Couldn't move. Couldn't do anything. But we went through that. We persevered. And this weekend, that's right, this weekend at Kincaid, this Sunday, 5 p.m. I'm going to promote it. We are going to have the best WrestleMania watch party ever, Universe Mania 7. Night out. We've done seven of these things, dude. Seven. Most people can't make it past two. Or some people can't count past two, but it is what it is. <laughs> but Universe Mania 7 is going on this weekend, 5 p.m. Old Park Mall. Uh, it's going to be lit, man. Uh, wall-to-wall arcade games. I'm an old-school cat, uh, Night Out. I like the Pac-Man. I like the Mortal Kombat. The Street Fighter, all that cool stuff. Pinball machines, King K's got that. We're going to have pizza. And your choice of one drink, you can pay, should I say, you can have either water, you can have a soda. Or if you're over 21, I'm pretty sure we're going to ID that. You. <laughs> you can have yourself a beer. Now, now, now let, me get, let me ask you this question. From what I just said, WrestleMania, watch Party, pizza, beverage, wall-to-wall video games, how much do you think this would cost? Let's, let's, just, let's just throw some numbers out there. Well, you know, you well,
0: you go anywhere. You go anywhere for a slice of pizza and a beer. You're probably going to be getting up close to ten bucks. I mean, let's okay. just be honest. A good yep. fat slice of pizza and a beer. But what beer? A good beer's three fifty. A slice of pizza is what three four dollars six. Yep. You know, you're talking six seven bucks plus tax. So eight to ten bucks. Yep. You get you get one of each. You yep. get unlimited gameplay. You get the pay per view and. We may, and, and for those who were interested in this, and I know there's a lot of people watching that are going to be interested in this, we're actually even going to have a Nintendo Switch going for anybody who wants to get ass-handed to them hey. in Smash Bros. Hey, or Super Mario Kart. Holla at your boy. I see the maestro getting all fired up over there. I know you're not going to be at this watch party, Maestro, but do you want these hands and Smash Bros. Blow? Please don't tell me you're looking for those kind of problems. We can play online. Oh, don't get
2: it twisted. Oh. We can play online. <laughs> Come on with the business. Who am I to oh, turn out yeah. a challenge? If
3: I'm going out, I'm going out swinging.
2: <laughs> but dude, I'll be honest dude. with you, not out. Love I'm that. more excited to see my people. I'm more excited to see you guys uh, because, honestly, it was a hell of a 2020. Hell, it's been a hell of a 2021. But the relationship factor, the family ship factor, what the WrestleTalk podcast brings, what the FWC brings, that family togetherness, man. All of us coming together, watching WrestleMania, enjoying the superstars of the FWC, our championships, everything involved, man. I am excited to see you guys, man. I'm excited to hang out with you guys. And I'm excited that WrestleMania is actually going to have an audience, though I have one gripe. I know we're not doing shoot and shout. I have one gripe, one gripe, and I'm going to leave it alone. Peacock, they should have left it alone. They should have left it alone. I'm sound like the old man. You want to know why they should have left it alone? Because there are now commercials. You got to pay like, what, six bucks for the premium and another ten bucks to take out the commercials? They should have left it alone because there are no reasons why there should be ads during replays of WWE. During replays of pay-per-views. I was trying to watch WrestleMania 30, and every 10, 15 damn minutes... They stop for a thirty-second ad. You know what that? You know uh, you know what that's like uh, on YouTube uh, and Facebook. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. legit. So my whole thing is, I know we're not doing shoot and shout, but I'm shout at it. WWE, you should have left well enough alone, man. That's all I got for that. Jesus Christ, just leave stuff alone. Wow. Well, Mr. Mills,
0: dude, thank you so much. We've got quite a few other people, and this is the day too, guys, that you want. To uh to be participate in the show, just let us know in the comments section if you want to join us. We promise we're gonna get to everybody. So if you want a link to come on and join us on Wrestle Talk Podcast episode three hundred and forty, which could potentially be the greatest Wrestle Talk Podcast of all time, it's already feeling like the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> now if we can get we if we can get Hardcore host to wake up over there, I think we'll be fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wake up, up Haas.
0: <laughs> well, I said, I said, my, I put, I said, I pulled my man Hoss over to the side, and I said, Hoss, man, I, I got some time on my hands, bro. I want you to, to tell me about your life, bro. And he goes, it's been rough. That's it. No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it That's right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Mister Mills, yeah. one question for you.
0: There you go, Hoss. Uh, it, what
4: you got, it, baby? Uh, you know, I, I. Uh, I'm the audio engineer for you as well on the uh, FWWC tonight.
2: tonight. Yes, sir. And
4: as Wrestle Talk transitions to the Streamyard, uh, FWWC tonight will eventually be transitioning to Streamyard as well. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to the changeover for FWWC tonight? And uh, well, usually, how do you feel? About usually,
2: that? usually I do the shirt. I do the show with no shirt on, so I'm about to have to wear a shirt <laughs> on Friday nights. I'm just saying. I'm on, the, I'm on the telephone. Nobody can see me at home. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. This is tight. This is dope. This is a very, very good introduction to this. Like I said, I didn't even know about StreamYard. I had no idea until you guys did it uh, 10 minutes, 20 minutes ago. Uh, but the WrestleTop <laughs> Podcast is always doing something new. I love you, Night Owl, Jones, JP, nice Y'all are killing it yeah. out here, man. And I'm looking so forward to seeing all you cast this weekend, man. It's going to be lit. All right. Well, we appreciate you, Mr. Mills. We know that we'll be
0: able to see you and all the other members of the FWWC, members of the Wrestle Talk family at Kincaid, 5 p.m. Central Time at the Oak Park Mall. More information available for you guys over at thewrestletalkpodcast.com. Go ahead now. Any final thoughts for you, Mr. Mills, before we
2: let you go? Man, that's it, man. As you guys are speaking, the Hall of Fame is on Peacock right now. There's a commercial on. Right now, come on, man, just leave it alone. There's like ten purple. Come on, leave, leave. switch it back, switch it back, switch, switch it, back.
0: it. <laughs> switch it back. Oh man, all right, Mr. Mills, we'll catch you, bro. I'm out. I'm out. Peace. And there goes Mr. Mills. Guys, Mills threw it out there. We got the dude coming up here in just a matter of minutes. How do you guys feel about Peacock? I hear a lot of complaints. Is there any negative, I mean, I should say, is there any positive feedback coming from the host of the WrestleTalk podcast about Peacock so far? Have you seen anything you guys have liked so far? Because all I've heard is negative.
1: I mean, I don't really have an issue with it. Um, I, I've been able to watch everything i wanted to with without any type
0: of issues. Okay, so Jonesy's good. He hasn't had any issues. Do you not have a problem with the lack of content right now? It's all going to come by
1: uh, in at SummerSlam. Everything's going to be back at SummerSlam.
0: So based on your sources, all the content will be available back on the WWE Network via Peacock by SummerSlam? Yes. Okay, maybe we just need to be patient. Maybe that's what it is.
4: Well, that's anything that they don't censor out themselves, you know. Right. Ah. I'm waiting until they get through these 17,000
3: hours here, and then we'll be like, okay.
4: <laughs> and <laughs> I, judging, judging by old WWE, I mean, especially like back in the Attitude Era and stuff like that, there's a lot of stuff they did back then that just is not acceptable today that Peacock is not going to show on that.
1: All I'm going to yeah. say is demand... Formerly
0: known as Gold Dust. <laughs> oh, well, I can tell you for sure they've already deleted two things. They deleted the Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, um, blackface paint from WrestleMania Six, and um, and they've also deleted uh, an episode of Monday Night Raw where Vince McMahon said the N word. Yeah. So and it wasn't it wasn't E R. It was A. But apparently, that's no go anymore. Well, surprise, Appa- get- let's just be happy that this show isn't on Peacock. Because be- be- just on based on me alone, none of our shows would be allowed to hit the air. <laughs> and that's just the truth,
3: man. I was say, me too, because honestly, I-, I push the boundaries a lot too. Not as much as you, but I can push them quite <laughs> a bit because bit. Because unfiltered and uncensored, you know. But no, I remember we were talking, uh, Haas and I were talking last week about that about the stuff they had already censored, and then we had talked about you know when they go through that attitude era. I think they're either ha- they either have censored or they're going to the segment. I think it's from 1998 when Degeneration X uh, parodied The Nation of Domination, and yeah. yes. you know x dressing up as Mark Henry and everything. So yeah. Because what are they going to th-
0: they're going to cancel Robert Downey Jr. next? I mean, come on, bro. Stop it. Ah, jeez Louise. All right. Well, Maestro, I'm glad it's on you right now because it is your turn to bring up the next topic. By the way, I love your Cardinals shirt. Um
3: Thank you.
0: That's So, but, too. uh dude, I love that. My uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> I know a little Hebrew, just a little bit, man, just cause of scripture. But, but anyway, I, we're going to bring the dude on for this next high spots topic. So why don't you go ahead and drop the topic and we'll let the dude be the first person to comment on it. And then we'll let him bring his own topic to the table. How does that sound with everybody? It sounds good. But before
3: got... I bring up the next topic, what? I was going through the cards over here. Okay. When we were talking about the Hall of Famers, you know, people that we thought should be inducted and everything, I found the perfect person that needs to be inducted next. The absolute perfect.
4: Hardcore Hoff. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Heenan? Bobby,
6: Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan.
4: Jim Cornette.
0: Oh, yeah, right.
6: Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Uh, I don't know about all that. Yeah, all right. So let us let the dude kick it off, dude. Uh, tell us your act, your shoot, first name, and what state you're repping, bro, and then jump on in with your thoughts.
6: Uh, my name is Gabriel Serrano. That's S E R R A N O, and I'm representing Kip, uh, Kissimmee, Florida. Rip, rip.
0: Yo, <laughs> home of Disney World. Yo, ho- home Disney. of Disney World for the I don't, I don't know what's up with that, just bro. Just
6: visiting, just visiting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro, so you hear the topic, man. What do you think about possibility? And I know uh, I know, the maestro was just joking, but, dude, what do you yeah. think about the inductions? We were talking about the British Bulldog probably being the most deserving out of this year's class. What Absolutely. do you think about the rest of the class? What do you think about Jim Cornette? What are your overall thoughts going into this weekend?
6: Um, I mean – for the biggest one for me is definitely Jushin Thunder Liger, because absolutely one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. And I think it, 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 it just boils down to it's nice to see that kind of representation in terms of, well, he was more of a WCW and especially an NJPW guy, but they're you know the Hall of Fame is more like, but he has wrestled matches for WWE, like a friggin' barn burner with Tyler Breeze at TakeOver. And uh, it's nice to just kind of see a guy like that get his due. Um and then the thing is, is a lot of people feel the need to kind of stick their nose in. Well, does this person belong in the hall of fame? I'm like relatively, if anybody's been on TV with WWE, I think they're already more qualified than anybody ever. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Like, well, cause it's like, I know a We're lot of people like, to real? yeah, they like to harp on, you know, the, the, the great Kali and you know, the Bella twins being in, but they're one of two things is like you said earlier, you know, they, there's a process when it comes to inducting people. Like, They're they're not just going to pick some random schmo that nobody's ever heard of, and also a person's past definitely kind of influences that because they don't want to be associated with that sort of thing, you know?
0: Well, I couldn't agree more, and allow me to say this, WWE, if nothing else, is a business. And exactly. this business understands that within business, you have to target certain demographics. Exactly. Let's start with the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Their part, they're just as uh, a big a part uh, as the crossover to uh, popular culture as John Cena ever was, as The Rock is, as Stone Cold ever was, because the Bella Twins have their own show on E and it is incredibly popular and then when you talk about the Great Khali the Great Khali is no different than how we look at an NBA superstar like LeBron James or whatever, the Great Khali is a huge deal in the country of India and for those of you who are a lot smarter than me there are a lot of people in India you can go look it up yourself so being able to induct these people isn't always based on merit, it's based on how does this make us look in certain demographics in the pro wrestling world in the pro wrestling landscape and they're always trying to reach beyond their means which is a good thing so we're going off just wrestling merit alone then we can look at the the cauliflower alley club you know yeah. the, the hall of fame in texas or whatever but the wwe hall of fame is as much as it is about recognition it's also about business and i don't necessarily blame them for doing that i wish people would stop getting so offended by this stuff
6: yeah and then you know and then but there are some picks i think that have a bit of merit to them because um, I'm, I'm hoping everybody's seen the dark side of the ring episode of Chris Benoit, and I mean, absolutely I love, yeah. love the man, but it, he himself wouldn't wouldn't have wanted it that way. But I absolutely stand by the opinion that Nancy should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because she and, was, you know, a wrestling manager, and she did contribute. And you know, unlike that, it's you can look back and mourn the person with the respect that kind of thing goes. So. But that's Man. that's just me, you know. I'm I'm sure people are like, but you know, they're going to be like, well, they inducted his wife in, and it's just a kind of yeah, contrarians for the sake of contrarians. You know how well, it goes. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, the IWC is just like that. Jeremy, what do you think? <laughs>
3: well, you know, I'm going to add on to your point, Gabriel, because you know you talk about Nancy Benoit. Well, the very first Dark Sathering episode was about uh, the match made in heaven, Macho right. Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. And mm-hmm. Scott Hall said on that episode, you know, he sees no reason why Miss Elizabeth shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because she was really that first, you know, female figure in, it, in that type of position, and it was in the middle of the '80s wrestling boom, you know, mm-hmm. the perfect time. Shout so, my girlfriend
6: walking in. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, so,
3: yeah, absolutely, and. Honestly, when I look at the WWE Hall of Fame and I think of those who shouldn't be in it, I mean, obviously, there's you know some that you could have discussions about. The only one that I absolutely have no idea why he's in there, because you had mentioned about how uh, Thunder Liger, he did wrestle in WWE briefly, but also it's just more for the sake of getting that demographic at the audience. Right. Right. Okay, Okay. I'm just going to ask it. Why in the hell is Abdullah the Butcher in the WWE All Fame? Like, <laughs> seriously? Because he can put poker chips in his forehead? Uh, like, what? Because he's somebody I, that everybody knows. Like,
6: why? Everybody knows I, Does everybody I, know him, though? I like to Does think, th-
3: everybody know
6: I like to think he asked to be put in and nobody had the guts to tell him no.
3: Billy Graham, superstar Billy Graham, wanted out. Because Abdullah went in. Granted, oh, Superstar Billy Graham is pretty bitter, but that's beside the point. Abdullah, I just, mm. if that's the only one that's really completely baffled me. Oh,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, my... well, let,
6: let me interject here. Let me interject here.
0: Does anyone on this call not know who Abdullah the Butcher is?
6: I certainly hope not. <laughs>
0: So, I mean, my, my guess, I guess I'm going to play a little contrarian here to you, Maestro. And, and my question is, why should he not be? Now, I understand that the WWE Hall of Fame is for things that you did predominantly in the WWE. But that's not always the case. Because you look at Jushin Thunder Liger, his, his stints in the WWE have always been very short. They've almost been one-offs. Most yeah. of his work has happened in Japan and Mexico and throughout. So, why Jushin Thunder Liger and not Abdullah the Butcher?
3: Okay. Okay. And I'm also bring. I'm going to add in on this point too.
0: Oh, here we go. We are, we are
3: lifelong <laughs> wrestling fans. Yes. Okay? The casual fan who maybe has watched for two or three years could easily know somebody like we'll just say Rey Mysterio because we all know Rey Mysterio will be in the WWE Hall of Fame when the time easily. is you know yeah. time to be yeah. That is yeah without a doubt. Um. So we're just going to use him as an example. The casual wrestling fan. If they ask who Rey Mysterio is, they'll know who he is. Um, they ask who Triple H is, they'll know who he is. If you ask him who a, or her who Abdul the Butcher is, what is the honest chances that they will know? Like, and and I mean, now I'm not discrediting Abdul the Butcher at all because in the realm of hardcore wrestling, he was great. He was legendary. I'm not saying he wasn't, but. It goes back to what we were just talking about earlier, not about that list—the list of kind of like the priority list of who should be in before someone else. Does that mean Abdullah Butcher should never be in? No, I'm just saying I can think of plenty of wrestlers or personalities or managers who should be in before. And I feel like it was so kind it's of like more before of a- of it's a it's a legitimacy thing. So. For example, with Bruno San Martino, a lot of people didn't think it was. Remember, he had turned it down a lot. And a lot of people felt that the Hall of Fame wasn't legitimate until he had finally been inducted. Once he did, everyone's like, okay, now we got ourselves a Hall of Fame. Now, you know, we got some things. Then you got Mick Foley in there, you know, and you're going to obviously have your John Cena and everything. So, my point is, it's not so much that he's not deserving. But this, it's almost been, I believe, 10 years since he was inducted. Think mm-hmm. of the people in the past few years that were in. You're telling me Abdul-Dubutra deserved to be in before them? That's so my I, point.
6: It, it's okay. less it, its less a statement of him not being in the Hall of Fame and more so he got in before other deserving people. Right. Uh, well, okay. I mean, like, like I can you understand. said about San Martino, though, it could just be that maybe some of them just didn't find it legitimate enough until that point or they just kept pestering them. Because behind the <laughs> scenes, who knows? Like, maybe they're just like, eh, I don't want to do it. And then eventually they're just like, all right, just get up, get away from me.
0: Okay, let's oh, stay I,
6: uh, on let, – on, on real
0: quick. Let, let's stay on this topic, and I think you'll enjoy this. I apologize for cutting you off, Maestro. So he, he, let, let's, let's stay on this topic because there is an induction that's happening that is making people very, very upset. And you want to talk about guys that are basically unknown. Abdullah the Butcher, at least, is someone we know. You can make the argument that other people deserve to go ahead of him. That's fine. But earlier today, it was announced that there's a gentleman who is a longtime WWE employee by yeah. the name of Rich oh, Herring that is being inducted into the Hall of Fame via the Warrior Award. Okay. okay. People are quite pissed off because yeah. they are saying, well, what about Shad Gar Uh, What about other people? So staying on this topic. Does it bother you that somebody like Shad Garspot is not being inducted on some level into the WWE Hall of Fame this year, considering that the man died in about the most heroic fashion that you could ever pass away in trying to sacrifice your life to save a child. That's exactly what happened with him. A lot of people are pissed off. They're calling BS that he's not getting the opportunity this year. How do you guys take something like that? Is it fair to say he should be in, but he should be in, or should we take everything with a grain of salt and just be happy for those that are getting in? I think I know how some of you feel, but I want to hear from the rest of you.
1: Um, I, th- I think that the m- one of the main reasons that this guy got in is because he's been in the, uh, the WWE for 50 years, 50 years. He has been a part of some of the biggest things that you've ever seen in the WWE. And he is, big, um, he's, he's a big part of the warriors kids. They all, they, are, they view him as their uncle. So. That might be another reasoning as to, but I'm not saying that Chad shouldn't get in because he absolutely, positively should. And maybe next year will be his year.
6: Interesting. You guys got any um, thoughts on that? I.
1: Oop,
6: after you. You go ahead. No,
3: you
5: go uh, ahead. Okay.
6: Well, thank you. Um, uh-huh. I, I think it just boils down to it's a WWE kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of thing. because. Yes. With, with how recent and tragic it was, I think that a lot of people should clamor that he should be in the, the Hall of Fame, but a little too close to him actually passing away. I think a lot of people might think, well, of course you put him in the Hall of Fame to try and glorify your own product because he passed away. And it's like, you're going to honor him, but also you really just want to do that. So people are like, look, we're, we're all on the up and up because we're honoring this man uh, like months after he died. And then, but also not mentioning him this year, people are going to be annoyed because oh well, you're not honoring this man after he passed away. So, I, I definitely think it should be somewhere at least in in the future. But I also like to think, just for the sake of the doubt, that maybe they already had the Hall of Fame planned, and then you know what happened happened, and they're just like, well, we shouldn't just change it on a whim, you know.
0: Right, well, I and- I think that's
6: absolutely fair. Go ahead, Jeremy.
3: Okay. So and. Honestly, I I agree with what you're saying because it is definitely a damned if you do, damned if you don't. And you could say that for you could say that this isn't because this isn't a typical induction or an exactly. inductee. This right. is not you know picking just from a class of wrestlers or personalities. This is the Warrior Award. It was established mm-hmm. for a specific reason, and unfortunately, since its concept was created. Every year, in some way, shape, or form, it has been met with controversy because of who has been picked as the recipient. Some exactly. people feel it should be more of a charitable one for the sake of longtime fans or somebody who's, you know, kind of like that charity type thing award um, to showcase loyalty to the audience, while others believe it should be meant for those backstage that have been working with the WWE for a long time. And you're right. It has that big mixture, that melting pot of controversy. Now, added in with the fact that technically, believe this year, because they had to push back last year's induction to, you know, they're combining both classes. Mm-hmm. um, They didn't have, they had not one, but two chances to have would be recipient of the Warrior Award. Because it's not... Him being inducted. It's the equivalent of the Baseball Hall of Fame's Ford C. Frick Award for
6: broadcasters. Exactly.
3: And, like, they're inducted, but they're not with a specific team or anything. It's just them separate.
6: They're they're being honorated,
3: essentially. Exactly. They're like – it's like an academy honorary award, not winning an Oscar. Mm -hmm. So we also have to take a look at Titus O'Neill. a big guy when it comes to charity. Probably one of the most charitable wrestlers in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um and there becomes a controversy with that because it wasn't too long ago where we didn't think that Titus senior would even have a job in WWE because he grabbed Vince Man's arm during O'Brien's retirement <laughs> ceremony. Oh
6: geez. <laughs> and, and that uh, was a mess. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> oh my we God. Didn't
3: he got sixty days, and then he gets tripped under the ring and the greatest. World. All of these things happen, but Nevertheless, he's one of the most charitable wrestlers in WWE. He's getting a well-deserved honor. And Richard is getting a well-deserved honor. You know, like Joe said, 50-plus years. He worked with Vincent J. McMahon, you know, Vince's father, before the WWE, WWF, took off to new heights where it is today.
6: Try contributing 50-plus hours to anything nowadays. Right. (laughs) Good point. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) So you know i, mean, both I think both honors are well deserved and also when i look at it i also think to myself you know there's this the way the ceremony is this year think about it next year they're going to probably have more fans it's probably going to be a bigger stage they give it to Chad next year they award it to him and you know, it'll be the proper due because Shad Gaspar did the most heroic thing. He did sacrifice himself just so his son would survive. And the
6: ultimate. You sacrifice. don't need yeah.
3: an award to truly honor that. Like,
6: I, we that's the best way to phrase it. I agree. Yep. We this don't so need him. Goes to without, be without in saying the that Hall Hall we we respect the ever loving life out of this man for no, doing no, such a exactly. noble sacrifice. We don't need him.
3: Be, exactly. We don't need him to be in the Hall of Fame to recognize just what he his greatness. Made. Like his greatness. Agreed. Like that's yeah. all he's it's not it's not like we're honoring his great wrestling accomplishments or a title rank. No. He was a it, great human being.
6: It it and, boils down to we're you know, not dishonoring him by not doing so because we still exactly. remember him for what he was.
0: Yes. Yes, right. totally agree. Well let me jump in here and call a quick timeout because that's a great topic but we also have to make sure that we keep things light and fun and spontaneous because this is episode 340. We are getting ready for the best pro wrestling watch party in the world, in my opinion, Universe Mania 7 at Kinkade at the Oak Park Mall. So we're going to bring the intensity up. And, dude, we're going to have you join us for this as well. Guys, I hope you're ready because everybody gets 30 to 45 seconds. Some Some people consider it a bit of a therapeutic session. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the world-famous Wrestle Talk Podcast shoot and shout segment where each of us gets 45 seconds to a minute to rant, bitch, and complain about anything in the world that is pissing us off. We're going to start with Haas, then we'll go to Jonesy, then we'll go to Maestro, then we'll go to me, and then we'll let Dude close us out. So, intern, well, we don't have an intern anymore, so why don't we go ahead and hit that music for tonight's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast shoot and shout segment. Alright, JP, you know what to do, baby. Take over, tell us what is pissing you off right here, right now.
4: <sighs> well, you know, there's there's just so many things to choose from. But, uh... Let's see here, the the biggest one I guess would be just the way you don't get your money's worth anymore with anything. I don't care what it is. They just keep cutting stuff back further and further and further and they charge you more and more and more, but you're getting less and less. And it's just getting absolutely ridiculous. And I'm just getting tired of it, you know.
0: Absolutely. It's hard to get a good deal these days, JP. I absolutely agree. Well, guess what? Nightmare Jones, you're up next, baby. Why don't you tell us what's pissing you off today?
1: You want to know what's pissing off Nightmare Jones? I'll tell you exactly what's pissing off Nightmare Jones. Nightmare Jones is pissed off because Drake Lee is not on the podcast tonight. Drake (laughs) Lee is not on. I think that The Night Out has locked Drake Lee in the closet somewhere and has refused to let him on because he knows that if Drake Lee came onto the show, the show would be an instant hit. But no Drake
0: Lee. <laughs> strong take there, Josie. Very strong take. Well, guess what? sure you're up. Why don't you tell the WrestleTalk podcast family what's pissing you off tonight?
3: Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. So, I'm going to keep it wrestling-related because I know normally it can be about anything. So, But I want to keep it, it wrestling-related because okay. I have to. It's WrestleMania week, so why not? All right. This involves... Vince McMahon. All right, and it goes to the wrestling fans. This man has been in this business pretty much his entire life. He's had a hell of a life in both different contexts, in good ways and bad ways. He's been through a lot. Yes, it is easy to crap on the product, and it's easy to blame him for it. But guess what? There is a bunch of creative writers that have no idea what in the blue hell they are doing back there. So it is not all just one person's fault. If you want to hold someone accountable, you need to hold multiple people accountable. Believe it or not, yes, he is the chairman of the board, but that doesn't mean he is the whole board. That means he is one part of it, and it drives me nuts. I understand. I understand Raw and SmackDown, especially Raw, would be a pain to watch every week, especially with the product and everything. I get that. But we got to understand, without Vince McMahon... We don't have the '80s wrestling boom. We don't have the Attitude Era. We would be watching Monday Nitro with Goldberg versus Buff Bagwell right now <laughs> if it would not be for Vince McMahon. A good point. So be oh. fucking grateful. <laughs>
0: Damn it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! How am I supposed to follow that? That's, That's ridiculous! Oh That's my! <laughs> That's um wow um wow that was so good you made me forget what I was gonna say. Dude, can you save me here, bro? <laughs> can you save me so I can look through my notes and remember my shooting shot? That was so good, Jeremy. I did not expect I know you're an emotional guy, but you're so mild tempered, you're so professional half the time. I just don't expect it coming from you. Dude, can you step in here and save my ass? Oop,
6: my bad. Alright. So you know what's real right now? My g m Marcus Mayhem. All right, so I cut a promo recently where I was oh. making fun of the fact that I schooled this man in Smash Bros like it's my like it's my job, all right? so then. Marcus decides to take a little bit of grain of salt with that and be the thorn in the side of the dude in every single match. And then finally, I have to go out of my way to confront this man because he's hiding my bodyguards and other members of La Familia while I'm trying to look him in the eye and say, if you want the dude, I'm right here. I'm right here ready for you and you keep ducking me. All right. So I'm telling you right now here on this podcast, if you want me this Friday night. We signed the contract for Uni- Universe Mania, and I will see you there, and the dude is all yours to have your way with him. Nobody else at ringside. Just me and you, mano Imano, mano, and we can settle this once and for all.
2: Wow.
0: Um, okay. Well, guess what, guys? As intense as that was, the heat continues, and Marcus Mayhem If you're not watching the WrestleTalk podcast tonight, you are making a huge mistake. We actually have a shoot and shout from one of our listeners. And I'm going to go ahead and and steal his and use it. So shout out to our boy Aaron uh, watching on Facebook Live. Here's his shoot and shout. His shoot and shout says, he says, I hate it when PYT Incorporated keeps trash talking me because I have autism. And they keep using stuff from WWE that's not theirs. So, boom, daddy. (laughs) You guys, PYT, you just got called out on your nonsense. You're gimmick biting and you're messing with a kid that's got autism. All I can say is shame on you. There's something wrong with you guys. Now, as far as my shooting shot goes, guys, this has been a tremendous week. But let me just say, I've been sitting in this chair for now Close to six years as the primary host of the Wrestle Talk podcast. And Joe, I know you founded it. You're the man who created this thing, but you already know how I like to take things on my back. And, and really carry them and push them forward To kind of take us past the finish line And all I can say is Why in the hell did it take this long For all of us to be able to get on camera Together I mean, Jesus, louise, this technology has been out For years And I've been doing Facebook Live Calling it on my phone, dealing with blog talk My wife's yelling, I'm running out of beer My cholesterol is high, my blood pressure is low God freaking Dig it I'm so sick of this crap. Thank you, StreamYard. Thank you, uh, uh, everybody, <laughs> for supporting the show. Thank you for buying the mugs so we can afford StreamYard, so we can actually have a decent show. I would dare to say that we have some of the very best pro wrestling content of any podcast out there. We have just looked like a circus sideshow for far too long. And now, finally, we're starting to act our age. We are five years in the game, and we're all a bunch of old dudes. You can laugh all you want, the dude, okay? but this is new to all of us and we're happy that we have this platform now because this is what we've been wanting to bring to our audience from the very beginning so that it kind of drove me crazy we're still sort of figuring it out we're gonna have some awesome overlays and 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 better ways of presenting the drops and the music to you guys but i can tell you for sure it has been the almost the death of me trying to figure out how to get this podcast up to par and i think just based on what i've seen here today we are absolutely moving in the right direction that is you my... my
6: theme song for next time dude <laughs> oh dude yeah
0: we'll we'll work on that we'll get you on dude any final thoughts before we go to break
6: um i mean besides the promo you know marcus i'm right here i just need it but uh always thank you for having me love being a part of this uh just fun to chat with other wrestling fans and appreciate this sort of stuff so you know thank you and take it easy and also marcus just i'm right here bro come
0: on Ooh, here we go grace and peace to you brother we'll catch you next time
4: dude just remember If Marcus can't appreciate you, my office door is always open.
0: (laughs) (laughs) GM Haas always doing business. All right, guys, we're going to go on a very, very short one-minute and 45-second break. I've actually got a really awesome video that I'm going to be sharing with everyone during our break. There you go, taking advantage of the technology. Hopefully you guys dig it. We'll be back in just a couple of moments here with the WrestleTalk podcast featuring the maestro, nightmare jones hardcore hoss and yours truly the night owl ladies and gentlemen we're going to break and we'll be back in just a matter of moments
4: that's right
0: Motherfucking (laughs) fucking bullshit! Bullshit, Doc Hogan. I'm the rare All-American gold medal. You are good. You
5: are the best. But you know, I beat the fuck up.
0: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Our new break theme the Iron (laughs) Sheik. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) I see everybody just staring into their computer like, we did not sign up for this bullshit. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I absolutely love it. What an absolutely great show so far. Actually, I want to try something real quick. Hang tight, guys. Hang tight. Okay. I think we're good. That's <laughs> All right. Well, guys, it's been an absolutely incredible first hour of the show, and we've still got a solid 45 minutes to go. You guys are still welcome to join us here on the WrestleTalk Podcast. We just want to see you commenting on one of our social media platforms, either Facebook, YouTube, or uh, via twitter on periscope if you tell us that you want to join the show we will absolutely have you join us on the show you can join the conversation like you guys have seen a little bit earlier we had the dude we had mr mills and there is room for plenty more of where that came from so oh shout out to the marksman by the way for being here uh former or i should say current or former not current kcxw kansas city champion uh shout out to my man matt ward checking in from the beautiful state of missouri owen checking in from california uh aaron in southern illinois we've also got i want to make sure i shout everybody out guys bear with me um rough cut riff ruby is in the house susan uh get will soon sis we love you um, and there are a bunch of other people. Oh, Luchador, thank you for being here as well. Again, guys, if you want to be a part of the show, let us know in the comments section. We'll send you the link, and you can join us. Now, in order to move on to the second hour properly, we're going to go ahead and continue our conversations about all things WrestleMania and everything else in between. So we'll go ahead, and you lead it off here, Jonesy. What other topic did you want to bring to the table here during episode 340? Of the Wrestle Talk podcast,
1: man. You know, the one match that I know everybody is looking forward to is the Miz against Bad Bunny. Like, how great do you think that this match is going to be? Like, I'm excited to see exactly how this match is going to go. Like, Bad Bunny, he's a guy that is a huge fan of, of pro wrestling and He's living his dream right now. And, you know, this could open up the door for more celebrities like uh, uh, Little Bow Wow and uh, 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 who's the other guy? Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, my question is is Are you all excited as I am about being able to see Bad Bunny wrestle at WrestleMania? I'll let you go first on
3: this.
4: <laughs> well that's gonna be an interesting one. I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's uh you know, like I said earlier, I'm looking forward to all the matches because you know, it's wrestling. I always look forward to wrestling. But uh that match there you know, I, I just don't know. I I don't look for it to be a normal match. I'm not exactly sure how to explain that, but, you know, I don't look for it to be just a a normal wrestling match. But uh, I don't necessarily look for it to be a uh, a shit show either. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they present that. It really will.
3: You know, I really got to think about this one. Actually, no, I don't. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, first off, they changed it to a tag team match this week on Raw. So now it's not going to be just Bad Bunny versus The Miz. It's actually going to be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest taking on The Miz and John Morrison in a tag team match. And honestly... Uh... I'm actually excited for it. I really am. Because, you know, like Jonesy said, it always having celebrities has never been something that WWE has shied away from. Celebrities have been a part of WrestleMania since the very first WrestleMania, with Cindy Locker and Muhammad Ali, for example. So mm-hmm. it honestly can't be WrestleMania without celebrities. But to have them wrestle is another thing. That brings up a whole new discussion I'm excited Because Bad Bunny is passionate That means he's going to put Everything he has into it And You know that in of itself I respect As far as Soldier Boy Wrestling um, Let's just make sure he doesn't go up Against Randy Orton Then we would have a problem (laughs) Um, Then he would have Something worse than paint on his car I'll tell you that much but no, in all honesty, I, I'm really excited for this tag team match. Um, Bad Bunny's gonna put on a hell of a show and hold his own. It reminds me kind of like when Stephen Amell wrestled, uh, I believe it was at SummerSlam a few years ago, and mm-hmm. he put on a great showing and the fans loved it. So, you know, I say as long as John Stewart doesn't come in with a steel chair, I think it's gonna go
4: great. <laughs> oh
6: my Frickin god, freaking John Stewart!
4: Well, and of course without having matches like the one with Bad Bunny, how can you put people like William Shatner into the Hall of Fame?
0: That's that's what? a fair point.
4: <laughs> or wait a minute. But let's not forget, and you know,
3: I'm glad you brought up Hall of Fame to celebrities because I got one more celebrity. The, the greatest of all time, Drew Carey. <laughs>
0: man Maestro's on a roll tonight oh my gosh <laughs> that's good stuff well jonesy I gotta I gotta throw to you here real quick because you know we're having such a fun time tonight and, and I know um, that these sorts of uh, uh, events always get you real fired up um I saw earlier and I saw you kind of switch your background which is kind of cool but earlier you'd brought in a um iwgp uh world heavyweight championship and I know this is totally switching gears, and we'll definitely get back to WrestleMania or whatever. But a lot of people don't realize uh, that Sakura Genesis just happened and we have a brand new, not only IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, but we have a new championship belt. As a guy who collects championships, man, I got to know, how did you feel about them switching the belt and what do you think about the design?
1: Um, I kind of knew that they were going to switch it. Like, I, I knew that they were going to unified the uh, US title uh, the uh, those two titles into one but I didn't think that the guy was going to lose it at his first title defense <laughs> his first title defense he loses it to a guy that definitely deserves it I think is one of the best wrestlers around Real Ospreay man uh Maybe eventually I will get that title when I have enough money because those titles definitely uh, are not cheap.
0: Well, you're absolutely 100% right, and, and i got to ask this question. Has there been any belt released in the last calendar year that you guys absolutely hate? We've seen uh, the new IWGP uh, Heavyweight Championship. We've seen new Women's Championships. We've seen new championships throughout uh, professional wrestling, both AEW and beyond. Are there any belts that you guys absolutely hate that you've seen introduced?
3: Oh, yeah. Mm. I got one
0: in
3: particular. Alright. And right. I all think right. you, Night Al, of all people, would understand why. Okay. Okay. It is the new United States championship in WWE. Uh, I like that.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, you see, there you go. Always do, very why subjective.
4: Dislike, why do you dislike that one? If you look at I it, don't like the rest of the time I don't like want the I love red, white, and blue. <laughs> it's a United
3: States championship. If it's if it has any other color and it's just the other championship. Like, the Intercontinental Championship. It had the entire globe on it because you go continent to continent. Like, no, I'm sorry. I don't... I like the gold. You know, I like that. It's a big, really nice gold belt. But, no, as far as the United States Championship is concerned, no, I just do not like it.
4: It's got the it's rest top belt. Like
3: not my least favorite belt ever by any means. I'm not going to say that, and I'm not going to go that far. I'm just saying... As far as belts introduced in the past calendar year, the one that uh, is my least favorite is the new introduced United States title. Although I have enjoyed the people that have been holding that belt, honestly, there's been some good championship reigns.
0: Okay, so so let me let me see if I can get your guys's critique on the new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship belt. Tell me tell me what you guys think. There is. On your screen, there's the new one. Okay, are you guys all familiar with? Um, are you guys all familiar with how the old one looks? And what do you what do you think of it compared to the new one,
4: guys? Mm, I'm honestly not too familiar with the old one. Is that the one Joe threw over his shoulder earlier that was yes. the he was? Yes
0: yes that's the one and i'm actually getting ready to pull it up for you guys so you can look at it too um i want you guys to be able to see it uh here it is i'll oh, do see, a little that
4: title was almost bigger than joe was so i mean
0: dude that thing is massive all right there it is uh boom all right there it is i know that's not a real good zoomed in shot but that's the old you one there
3: wearing glasses, right? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I was looking for a better image dang it that's all that <laughs> that's all i got right now i'll, I'll work on it new technology boys but anyway, so I personally thought it was hilarious because they were comparing the new IWGP Championship to Cody Rhodes' tattoo. Like, it's very, very similar in design. So people were having a good time, you know, putting the belt on his neck and all that. It, it was real funny. I love what people do with it. <laughs> I love what people do with the memes and stuff like that. It always cracks me up. But I'll tell you what. I think that every evolution of a championship is always usually for the better, there have been some really, really poor upgrades to certain championships. I will tell you that without question, my favorite new championships are the new women's tag team championships in NXT. They're absolutely beautiful, man. Those belts are great. What are your guys' thoughts on those championships? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely
3: beautiful championships. 100%. NXT to me has always had some of the best championship belts in wwe over the past 20 years honestly so yeah these new women's tag titles are really
0: well i'm glad i'm glad you guys are digging those man because i know i am as well and, and it's always something that reminds me that nothing stays stagnant uh that's why i love professional wrestling a it's the only sport that goes year round they never really take any time off as far as being on television every other sports has an on se- a season and an off season Professional wrestling doesn't. And I love when they do stuff like this uh, to keep it fresh. Uh, funny comment from our boy Luchador here. He says, I've seen people compare the new IWGP championship to the WWE Divas championship belt. Ouch. Oh.
3: Wow. <laughs> me. And ouch.
0: That's rough, man. That That's
1: rough. <laughs> and Just to clarify, that title is the IWGP United States Championship that I have. I don't have the heavyweight championship.
0: Okay, but that one's new, right? The, the United States Championship just came out, like, uh, less than a year ago. I think Moxley was the first champion, yeah. if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. But, but then I threw it over
0: my shoulder. That was the AEW Championship. Okay, gotcha. Alright, well I was gonna say I thought that you were gonna be pissed off because honestly, I thought that the United States championship that you had was the heavyweight championship. No. and and you haven't even had that one for six months. So imagine them you just got it fresh off the damn uh conveyor belt and six months later they switched the belt on you. I would have been pretty pissed off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, is what, <laughs> it is what it is what it is.
0: Well, luckily that didn't happen to you, Jonesy, because that uh, IWGP United States Championship is something amazing. And speaking of IWGP, we'll get back to WrestleMania here in just a second. I did want to say congratulations to Will Ospreay on winning the new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, the first british born superstar to ever hold the iwgp world heavyweight championship and when you're talking about three the three top championships in professional wrestling right now let's say the top four what are they number one the wwe uh championship right number two the number two the nwa world championship currently held by nick aldis number three the iwgp world championship and then number four the aew world championship any arguments that those are the four top championships in wrestling today. I'm interested to hear them if you guys have any arguments against that.
3: The FTW championship. Which one? The FTW oh. <laughs> the one. one. <laughs> Uh, I love how Joe that as soon as I, I'm sorry. All right. All I, I wish I had a
0: soundboard right now. <laughs> we got a little bit more iron sheet right there.
1: <laughs> in all <seriousness>, Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> in all seriousness, honestly, those are the top four. And I think what I love most is that even though it's not as prominent as it once was, the fact that the NWA. Uh, world heavyweight championship uh is still very well respected and still prominent in the industry so i'm very thankful for that you know as a wrestling fan um so yeah no definitely those four belts that you mentioned night out
0: cool no doubt i know we're jumping all over the place um and out of respect yeah, to time uh, what'd you say
3: I said, fine by me. I'm loving this. This is awesome. And I
0: don't know. Yeah, I love the the spitballing that we're doing here. Uh, uh, Haas, uh, Nightmare, what other high spots topics did you guys want to bring to the table today, man? This is indeed uh, WrestleMania week. We're leading up to the Universe Mania Watch Party at King Cade. Again, a huge shout-out to Combat Everything, Pat Milicic, and Jeffrey Wilson, Wrathbones mm-hmm. Engraving. Guys, if you don't already have your WrestleTalk Podcast mug, please hit us up. We'll get it for you. Custom made with your name on it for 20 bucks plus shipping. Royals Mills Transportation for all your transportation needs here in the greater Kansas City area. Painter's Dream Production if you want to get your business off the ground, your podcast off the ground. Heck, your Facebook page off the ground. Hit up our boy, Perry Hartman. He'll help you with that. He's done a great job for us. You guys can see all his work over at WrestleTalkPodcast.com. And, of course, the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion, the FWWC. We had the head admin, Dewan Mills, a little bit earlier. We had the dude, who's also a member of the fantasy group, uh, join us a little bit earlier. And we're grateful for that. Uh, I-70 Sports Media. Jeremy, real quick, before uh, we move back into professional wrestling, uh, and all the topics that we're discussing, what do you have going on over I-70? I know that you added Adam Frex and a couple other guys, man, on big things going on at I-70 Sports Media, bro. Bring us up to speed if you can.
3: Well, last night, well, first let me tell you, the Cardinal game's on right now, and they are winning 3-2 to two in the 7, so I'm thankful for that. Um, so yesterday, last night, um, we actually ended up having the highest viewership on the site's history. And, you know, and I will say a number, but let me tell you, it was well into the thousands. Beautiful. And it's only going up from there. I mean, and I think what cracks me up is when I look at the, de- not so much the demographics as far as ages is, is concerned, because they don't show you that, but they show you countries. And let me tell you, we are seen worldwide. People from countries on every continent are checking us out. And... It's a collective effort. You know, we got Andy, our lead corner writer, Zach, our lead uh, uh, blues writer, Adam and Ken working in in Kansas City. They're going to, you know, talking dynasty, you know as well as anybody, Renee. So, honestly, and my business partner, Zach. So, everybody's just doing their part. You know, it's a lot of work, but we're on the up and up. So, we're just looking to get sponsors and advertisers, people that want to trust us and put their faith in us. Um, So, yeah, we're –
0: we're busy. Well, that that's good. That's good yeah. to know. And I'm also grateful that you have put your trust in us, uh, being one of our sponsors. I know there's a monetary obligation there. You have fulfilled that obligation, um, and and you know we're grateful because that's what allows us to be able to invest in this. And I think it's a reciprocal investment because if oh, we yeah. succeed, you succeed. I mean, it's kind of a beautiful thing. So anybody who would like to either join us or I seventy Sports Media. Or talking dynasty on a sponsorship front, just go ahead and hit me up, hit Jeremy up. We're more than welcome to entertain your your uh, your uh, your proposal. Uh, we've got a lot of different um, levels to this as far as sponsorship goes. We can put you on a poster. You can be a sponsor every single week. However you want to do it, we can make it work for you because the exposure that we're able to get through, not only just these broadcasts. Guys, you may see you know anywhere from 30 to 10 people to 5 to 4 people on these broadcasts, but by next Wednesday, we'll have over well over 1,000 views on this. I mean, that's how, that's the reach of the Wrestle Talk podcast. And we're a niche market. We're not talking baseball, football, wrestling, like I-70 sports media. We're very niche. We're talking a lot of independent wrestling a lot of the times. And for me, it's super special that we can do what we do considering we are talking about something very specific, which is professional wrestling. Now, with all that said, guys, you're going to be excited about this. We actually have another caller. And he is uh, requesting that we not show his face completely because he is known as a luchador to Kansas City. He, he he has a Hispanic heritage, and you guys all know how important it is when you're a luchador for people to not really be able to I see your identity. So he's also a member of the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion, the FWWC. Ladies and gentlemen, it's both an honor and a pleasure to welcome back a guy that's been supporting the show basically from day one. El Luchador de Kansas City! Lucha, lucha, lucha! What's going on, bro? Welcome to the show. Hey,
5: what's going on? Can you hear
0: me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear.
5: Awesome, man. This is cool, man.
0: <laughs> well, welcome now. Now, it looks like you're sitting in the middle of an earthquake, so maybe you can set your camera down a little bit. Oh. Sorry. Otherwise, you're coming across great, bro. You're coming, you're coming across great. You see
5: me?
0: Yeah. Just dr- drop, drop the camera just a little bit. Okay, hang on.
5: Let me try to adjust this thing.
0: Perfect, right there. Keep us uh, right there, buddy.
3: Okay, oh, there you go. go.
5: Oh,
0: yeah. Let's give Luchador <laughs> a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. This is new to a. Hey, this is new to us too. So if we give you a hard time, we're only kidding. Okay. Okay.
5: It's okay.
0: All right, bro. Well, listen, I know you've been tuning in throughout the duration of the show. Bro, you can jump in on anything, or you can bring in your own topic to the table here on episode 340 of the Wrestle Talk Podcast. What do you got for us? Uh,
5: hold on. Did you just say episode 340?
0: Uh, Yeah, I believe that's what the board says. I'm not sure, but if the board says it, it must be true.
5: Oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> to be honest, it's been, it's been like... Gosh, I don't know how long since I've been on this show, man. It's been too long for me, man. I, I think the last time was uh, was sometime last year when uh, Madman Fulton came on the show. when We were watching Impact Wrestling also.
0: Dude, that was, that was crazy cr- too. Dude, Madman Fulton, man. Shout out to him. Former NXT superstar currently doing work over at Impact, bro. So what do you think about the new layout, Luchador? How does it look? How does it feel?
5: Oh, man. It's it's wonderful man this is just so exciting i mean this is just just like
0: 2021 everything's brand new and so is the rest of podcast man hell yeah dude hell yeah i love that energy well you know what you're here for man you're here to handle some business it's time for a run-in it's hit it's time to hit that five-star fog splash off the top bro what topics what things in professional wrestling leading into the granddaddy of them all have you the most excited or is there something you pissed off about that you want to tell us
5: uh, well, the one thing I'm definitely uh, excited about is definitely WrestleMania weekend at Raymond James Stadium, and it's, it's going to be a great show. You know, it's kind of disappointing to me that uh, they, they had to deactivate the WWE Network here in the United States, yet all across the world, the WWE Network still exists to them. What's up with that, man? That just doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, we were talking about Peacock a little bit earlier, and I'll tell you what: there's definitely a lot of things that are frustrating. But I'll, uh, Joey, I think this is your department because I think you put it best when it comes to Peacock. Can you share with Luchador what you said earlier? Because I think you probably you probably put it better than any of us.
1: Yeah, I mean, Peacock is 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 has a lot of stuff that they have to go through. Like you got to understand, the netbook is a huge, huge thing. And well, everything is not on Peacock yet, by SummerSlam, everything will be on Peacock. You're going to have all your WCW, your ECW. Everything's going to be back on there. Um, the only thing is, is that it's, as people have said, it's not easier to uh, navigate through. It's, it's a little bit more difficult, but in given time, people are going to get used to it and they're going to be able to do it i think that the major thing that people have with peacock is everybody is so used to the netbook yeah and now it's it's something completely new oh okay i understand that
0: cool so it sounds like all we have to do is be patient right gentlemen like
5: yeah i think
0: if, if we're patient we're gonna get all that content now Going into this weekend, two things, Luchador. We're moving to a new venue for the watch party. How excited are you for that? And are there any matches that you're you're in love with going into this weekend? Or are there any matches that you hate going into this weekend? Uh, Well, for one, the
5: I got to say, whoever came up with the idea of having a universe media watch party at King Cave, am I saying it correctly? Correct. Not, okay. Whoever came up with that idea, two thumbs up, man. You can see me. Two thumbs
0: up. Yeah, we can. (laughs) (laughs) Greatest
5: idea yet. Because you know, this will be my first time going to that place because I've been to many times Oak Park Mall, but I can't seem to find the place. Where the where the world exactly is it at?
0: Well, it's actually over by Nordstrom's. See, here's what happens, and it happened to me too, Luchador. Usually, when I get near the food court, Uh I'm just I'm straight into the food court. I don't see anything else in front of me. As soon as I see Panda Express. (laughs) As yeah. soon as I see the freaking Chipotle, as uh-huh. soon as I see that spot that sells slices of pizza for three bucks a pop, right. I'm going straight there. Well, before you get there, you turn right towards Nordstrom's, which I don't shop there because I can't afford it most times. So you go down that hallway. It's actually two doors down. It's actually two doors down from GameStop. So that's where Kincaid is. And then right next door to Kincaid is the Retro Zone, which is where you can get all your vintage toys. Well, we have not told anybody yet. This is breaking news. I wish I had a drop available. We'll get to that soon. Okay. If you show up to the event, you're actually going to get a coupon to come back to the arcade at a discounted price. And then if you go next door and tell them that you went to our event then they're going to hook you up with a discount there as well. So we're trying to sweeten up this pie as much as we can. Not only are there all kinds of arcades. You're talking about NBA Jam, Ninja Turtles, The Simpsons, multiple types of pinball, uh, Fast and the Furious, Cruising USA, Donkey Kong. Uh, I can go on and on with this, dude. They're, they're Put it to you this way. If you hate wrestling, you're still going to have a great time at this event.
5: <laughs> I definitely, I'm definitely going to love that for sure.
0: Well, we can't wait to see you up there. All right, well, moving on from, from the event to wrestling itself, what match are you most excited for and what match are you least excited for going into this weekend?
5: Uh, let's see. The most excited for I'm going to right now is definitely the Universal Championship uh, triple threat match between Edge, Daniel Bryan, and uh, Roman Reigns because everyone... Everyone has this thing that, that uh, I guess Daniel Bryan should never have been there. And Roman Reigns has this uh, big ego on his head. And, of course, Edge is still claiming that he's going to win the championship that he never lost. So, you know, this, this triple threat match is definitely going to be great to see at, uh, at WrestleMania this weekend. I believe it's night two that's going to, that's going to have this match take place.
0: It absolutely is And I'll tell you what um, The main event for Night 1 I think is just as intriguing As the main event for Night 2 And that is Sasha Banks Versus Bianca Belair Mm -hmm. um, For the Smackdown Women's Championship Bro, how do you feel about that match? Because I know that's one that a lot of people Are looking forward to Okay, well
5: here's my thing Okay, I know everybody's Pulling for Bianca Belair to do the unthinkable and win her first uh, women's championship at WrestleMania Night 1. But here's the thing, though. Um, from what I read in, like, you know, the Wrestle websites and dirt sheets and all that, I hear that Sasha Banks is has not won a WrestleMania match yet. She is like 0 and something.
0: 0 oh and 5.
5: Yeah, 0-5. Yeah, right. And, and people are saying that, I. people say, just like what I'm saying, I believe that maybe this weekend Sasha Banks is going to get her WrestleMania moment and break that uh, losing streak for good, you know?
0: All right, well, you know what? You want to play the prediction game? I'm in. Let's go ahead and get thoughts from everybody on this particular match. Uh, Hardcore Haas, who do you think? is going over in Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Because I know we don't do predictions a lot on this show. So what do you think?
4: They seem to be pushing Bianca pretty hard. and uh, So I could see Bianca being the one coming out, the victor on this one. All
0: right, Maestro? Honestly, I'm going to say this is a tough one
3: because Sasha has always been that one to where she's always – putting forth all that extra effort and everything. She's always been a top star in the women's division over the past five or so years. But, I don't know. I still feel like they're going to have Bianca Belair win at WrestleMania. But I think it's going to be a hell of a
0: match. Oh, wow. Luchador, two guys on the WrestleTalk podcast panel have picked contrary to you. Jonesy, are you going to tie this thing up, bro? Who's going over? Oh, 100% Bianca Belair. Wow. Well, you know what? Luchador, I'm with you this time, brother. I actually believe that Sasha Banks is finally going to have her WrestleMania moment and defeat Bianca Belair. Why do I believe that? Because Bianca Belair is the type of superstar who does not need a championship to be a top superstar. There are people like... Her, and Mm -hmm. and people are going to almost think that this is blasphemy, but there are people like her, including The Undertaker, Triple H, The Rock, and a bunch of other incredible superstars who you don't necessarily need to see with the championship to know how incredible they are. I'm going to go with Sasha Banks in this matchup. Kane's another one. Great point. Um, who else is somebody who didn't necessarily win a bunch of championships, but everybody knows how great – like Rick Rude, everybody knows how great he is. Uh, Mr. Perfect didn't win a ton of championships. Everybody knows how, gre- how great he is. So there are wrestlers out there that are so fantastic that it doesn't even matter. Or Seth Rollins is another great example of a superstar that in my – Say that? Cesaro. Cesaro. Now, okay, so I'm going to stop right there and say this. I think Cesaro – Absolutely deserves a championship run that we can get behind. Because yeah. he's been Yeah. I think he's been cut off so many times that he's just due. Now, do I always believe that he's gonna be a great superstar regardless of him being a champion? Absolutely. But I think if there's anybody on the roster right now outside of maybe Alistair Black, who we haven't seen in six months, that deserves some sort of title run. Samoa Joe, another guy who hasn't been wrestling for a while. But I mean the bottom line being some dudes are so awesome that they don't necessarily need a championship to be seen as a top superstar. That's just my opinion. Luchador, before we let you go, man, final question. What is the match this weekend that has you the least excited?
5: The least match I have? Well, let's see here. Well, I've been kind of concerned about this one, but I'm just going to let it out there. Um, well, there's maybe. One or two, maybe three, <laughs> but the one I'm definitely kind of disappointed about is uh, the fact that the uh, Bad Bunny, Damian Priest versus the and Morrison. I mean, what? What? Why? <laughs> do they have to have why?
0: <laughs> select,
5: uh, I mean, I I've heard Bad Bunny music a few times, but I've really never followed this man until now. You know, I mean, like what's what's the point of all this tag team match for? I mean, it's kind of like, uh, like what John Morrison did a couple years back when, she, when he teed up with Snooki at another Wrestlemania. <laughs> oh,
3: God, God.
0: Why <laughs> you gotta bring oh. up all shit?
3: <laughs> oh, why did you bring that? that. <laughs>
5: it was like, why are you bringing Snooki to Wrestlemania? Why does Snooki have to be there? Oh. <laughs>
0: Okay, and,
3: dog,
0: but, and, and for the record, nobody wants to see Snoop Dogg come off the rope ever again. Top rope, never <laughs> again. Hey, <laughs> you know who? You know who did a good job though. The Shaq? Shaq actually did a really good job in his appearance. He did better
3: in okay. AEW than he did in WWE.
0: Oh hell yeah, he did! All right, so final question, and and then we'll let you go, Luchador, because we we do want to leave room for for some of our other callers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mike Tyson, this is breaking news. Mike yeah. Tyson due back on AEW next Wednesday. What would she? What should we expect, Luchador? Uh, well, let's see. Not much. I
5: mean, he's probably just going to be hyping up. I think he's he's going to have another fight with Commander Holyfield sometime this year maybe or maybe uh, uh who knows maybe he'll maybe he'll uh do something
0: creative
5: you know mike tyson he's he may be in his 50s but you know he's still he can still knock somebody out with a well
0: no further he would still knock all five of us out at the same time let's be real here mike <laughs> Tyson's
3: here at the same time
0: that's right (laughs) dude you're absolutely right well luchador man thank you so much for joining us bro we're gonna continue forward with the last uh 10 15 minutes of the show but we appreciate you being here please share this broadcast and we look forward to seeing you at universe mania 7 at kinkade at the oak park ball this sunday
5: all right everybody have a good have a good night peace out and uh i got one thing to say for fwc universe mania 7 before okay
0: go. go ahead
5: I know I'm. I'm only. I only have one match, and that's the European Championship. And I plan to end my losing streak at Universe Mania when I beat Robert the Assassin and claim the FWC European Championship for the third time. Have
0: a good Woo, time. Daddy! Love it,
5: Pat
4: Lucha!
0: <laughs> Love that. Love to hear that. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Another amazing caller here on the WrestleTalk Podcast, episode 340. Um, And I will say this, you know, when we see the evolution of not only professional wrestling, but everything in the circumference of professional wrestling, it's something that we should be excited about. I know it's real easy to shit, cry, and complain about everything that we're seeing, but guys, we are seeing a revolution in professional wrestling. The guys that are coming out of the business are becoming movie stars, uh, executives. They're becoming consultants for Hollywood. Um, It's a beautiful, beautiful time to be a professional wrestling fan. And I know we've only got a couple of minutes left. So let me bring the boys back in here and say this. Guys, this feels like we're off on our maiden voyage to what is the new WrestleTalk podcast. 2021 has already been a much better year than 2020 for obvious reasons. I know WrestleMania is this weekend, but I'm going to ask you guys to look beyond that. What has you the most excited when you think about professional wrestling for the remainder of 2021? And we'll start with you, Hardcore Hoss.
4: Actually being able to go back to shows and actually watching live rather than just watching it on TV. You know, I have missed going to my local shows, Something Terrible. And uh, they're starting to open them back up around here. And I'm just so excited to get back to indie wrestling and be able to see all the local names and everything that I know a lot of them. Someday I will see on WWE or AEW or New Japan or one of them. So I I just look forward to that. that. I'm so glad it's finally coming back.
0: Indeed. We'll go to you next, Jonesy. What are you most looking forward to WrestleMania and beyond in professional wrestling throughout the rest of 2021?
1: Very easy. Very, very easy. You're going to have wrestling on Mondays, Tuesdays. No, no, wait, Tuesdays. wait, wait. wait.
0: Give, give us the show each day. Give us the show. Raw on Monday. All
1: right. Raw well, on Monday. you got NXT Tuesdays, Dynamite Wednesdays, days is going to be Impact Wrestling, Days is Smackdown, and then also you have Ring of Honor and New Japan for Wrestling. And then on Saturdays,
4: you have your indie show. So you can legit watch wrestling six days in a row. And actually, <laughs> don't forget, Joe, that on Sundays, you can watch School of Morton's 505 Live on Facebook.
0: Yes, and NWA Power is back now, too. So you can go back and get caught up on that as well.
3: And rewatch
0: we we episodes week, of the, the of Podcast. That's right. <laughs> Jeremy Carpenter. There you go. Swish,
3: See, baby, swish. Jeremy and I were <laughs> last week.
0: Swish. <laughs> I like that. Well, Maestro, you know the question, bro. What are you most looking forward to for the remainder of 2021?
3: Oh, man, it's... There's so many things. Um, so I'm just going to combine it all into one. The realm of normalcy. You know, because the rest, it wasn't just a wrestling world that got affected last year. It was our real world. Like, our our world outside of it. You know, our jobs, our families, our livelihoods. And for things, you know, for those getting vaccinated, you know, things are starting to kind of work their way back to being at a more prior routine. I don't want to say normal, normal, but like you kind of get what I'm saying with it. It's different because of the way the world is now because the pandemic really did change everything. But you can tell in places across the country and across the globe, things are starting to change. And, you know, I'm just glad, I'm thankful for those who were able to get through it. You know, my condolences to the fans, of those who had people who unfortunately did not. Um, This pandemic really showed us what truly matters in life and that we should really stick close to our loved ones. And 2021, you know, I'm just excited for things to go up, you know?
0: Indeed, Jeremy. And as far as I'm concerned... 2021 is very very exciting Why? Because Like John said Wrestling is coming back not only on television On a more consistent basis But locally I will be working uh, Midwest Elite Wrestling I will be working KCXW Wrestling I will be working XWE In partnership with uh, AIWF And as a matter of fact I have to pump, pump the show Before we get into the trivia challenge April 23rd And 24th Thanks to the Kansas Wrestling Alliance. Yours truly, and this is another breaking news moment, yours truly will be ring announcing for both nights at the Kansas Wrestling Alliance uh, show in partnership again with uh, AIWF uh, in Hutchison, Kansas. It is a two-night event. And let me just start by saying that Brutal Bob Evans will be in the house. Uh, some of the best professional wrestlers throughout the Midwest will be in the house and yours truly gets to be the guy that MCs both nights. I could not be any more excited to be a part of this event and to get out there and to live my dream to, to, to be involved in professional wrestling on some level outside of the podcast. KCXW is coming back strong I think we're going to be doing shows every month Or every other month throughout the remainder of the year And I'm sure some good news is coming very very soon From uh, uh, MEW Midwest Elite Wrestling And as far as all the other promotions That we love and support MMWA, St. Louis Anarchy uh, Glory Pro Wrestling Journey Pro Wrestling um, Dynamo Dynamo Pro Wrestling Say that again? I was going to say Dynamo Pro. We can't leave them out. Oh, of course not. Dynamo Pro Wrestling, and the list goes on and on. Just know that you guys can always lean on the WrestleTalk Pack. World Powerhouse Wrestling is another one that we get a lot of love from. Just know that the Wrestle Talk Podcast exists for two reasons. Number one, this is how these, these guys... The guys on the screen right now this is how we vent this is how we let our energy out in a constructive fashion it is a bit of a therapeutic session kind of like the uh, shooting shot segment but number two it allows us to create a platform so we can give exposure to so many talented people whether you're from the fantasy group or a real professional wrestling promotion i believe this is the first show that we've done without actual guests in over two and a half years now tell me that's not crazy we always have guests from bob orton to the guy that just walked into his training camp for the very first day ever—that's what we do here. Say that again, yeah. Jeremy.
3: I was gonna say we had Colton Vaught you know, from WLW. You know, so you can be fr- you can be a Hall of Famer or you can be an aspiring Hall of Famer.
0: We we spare no expense and we welcome all. We do indeed. Well, gentlemen, what I am going to do is uh, give you guys the floor. Because this is about to get real serious, gentlemen. Are you ready for this week's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge? Let's do it. All Let's right. It. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Well, I think you're used to hosting because you don't like being under the gun. So, like Damn I said that. in the chat, <laughs> so like I said in the chat, bro, everybody here is it's baptism by fire here on the Russell Talk <laughs> Podcast. So if you're uncomfortable doing it, then
3: baptizing you, Renee, I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I am actually going to throw this on in honor Uh-oh. of in honor of K- King Cade. Uh, At the Oak Park Mall, again, guys, our event is this Saturday. I mean, I'm sorry, this Sunday at the Oak Park Mall. Kincaid, come through, 20 bucks, slice of pizza, a drink included, unlimited gameplay. uh, um, And we're going to have the uh, pay per view on television as well. So make sure you guys come out and check us out. So let's go ahead and hit that game show music.
3: Thank you, Jazz.
0: All right, here we go. all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to this week's installment of the wrestle talk podcast game show challenge in honor of of tonight's program we are actually going to be having a triple threat contest our contestants are the one and only joe nightmare jones lance hardcore hoss and the maestro jeremy carp in honor of wrestlemania our WrestleTalk talk podcast game show challenge category is titled the showcase of the immortals I will momentarily give background information on important individuals related to WrestleMania. Whenever you think you know the answer, simply shout it out. The first pants, uh, the first person to answer four questions correctly will win tonight's game show challenge. Do you gentlemen understand the rules? Let's go. Ooh. Let list. Right. You guys ready? Okay. Again, guys, make sure you share the broadcast. Make sure you share the broadcast. Make sure you go over to WrestleTalkPodcast.com and put that on your home screen uh, as an app, right? So you can always know what's going on Wrestle Talk Podcast. And hopefully you guys are enjoying the new format, the new presentation. I think we're doing a pretty damn good job. What do you guys think? It looks awesome, don't it? Love it. Love it. Okay, so Jeremy's got his game face on. John looks like he's constipated and Joe like he's falling asleep. Are you guys all right over yeah. there? Okay, good. It, go. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm just teasing. All right, question number
3: one. You, on this thing,
0: I'm you. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. You're looking like Miles Garrett over there, bro. No, no, no pop on that. No Miles. Come on, bro. Let's do Miles. this. All right, here we go. Question number one. This professional wrestling will one day be in the WWE Hall of Fame. He is also the only professional wrestler to defeat every single member of Evolution at WrestleMania. On his way to a 23-2 and two record, please name um, him.
1: Undertaker.
3: Undertaker.
0: That is correct. Nightmare Jones, you have one point. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, you knew it. You knew it, but you blurted out some random noise that does not count.
3: I said,
0: you know what, just get down to the next (laughs) one. You said, "Ah!" that doesn't count as The Undertaker. Okay, question number two. All right, and I want the members of the WrestleTalk family out there on the stream to help us keep score here. Okay, question number two. This professional wrestler has been in WWE for over 25 years. In addition to working behind the scenes as a executive for the WWE. Triple H is correct. Nightmare Jones, you now have two points. Well done, my friend. Uh, John, I don't know if you knew this, but you're actually a part of this contest as well. Feel free to chime in whenever you feel free to chime in whenever you're ready. I think
4: you're slipping the answers to Nightmare Jones. What slipping? I got my hands right here. I got to slip nothing, in the man. You said them beforehand.
0: Son body. of a, what are you talking about? I don't make the questions. We already know who makes the questions. Shout out to our boy Skywalker Roberts. All right, question number three. This will be a little bit tougher, guys. So be ready. In 2004. This man was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame and is a former king of the ring. Harley Race. Incorrect. He is also a WWF, I'm sorry, was a WWF Intercontinental Champion. That's right. uh, That is incorrect, gentlemen. Keep guessing. And is also a former WWF Tag Team Champion alongside Rick Martel. That is incorrect. After winning the very first match in WrestleMania history... Tito Santana. Tito Santana is correct! Jeremy Carp the Maestro, you now have one. Jonesy, you have two. And Haas, you're currently sitting at a big old goose egg. All right. Question number four. Woo! Whew! I'm getting a little hot and bothered right now. This is intense. Here we go. This late... WWE Hall of Famer is the only professional wrestler to vacate a championship at WrestleMania. He vacated the WWF Intercontinental Championship when he won the WWF Championship from Hulk Hogan. Ultimate
5: Warrior.
0: Ultimate Warrior is correct. Maestro, you have just tied the game. Hey, this is coming from a guy who didn't even want to participate.
4: Conspiracy. That is true. I'm You're just saying <laughs> You're right.
0: You're right. I proceed on that one. Jeremy, right. you, hey, listen. When the Godfather says that you should be, you should be. That's all I gotta say. Okay? Anyway, on, <laughs> distrust the night owl. who are you to distrust the Godfather? Okay, anyway. Move on <laughs> moving on to the next question. Question number five. John, you gotta get on the board here, buddy. This one should be pretty easy for you. This WWE Hall of Famer holds the record with four wins in a single WrestleMania. Winning the WWF champion. Macho Man. Macho Man is correct. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our winner, Nightmare Jones. You have officially won tonight's edition of... Of the Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. How are you feeling?
1: Uh, did you expect anything less?
0: Uh, I mean, honestly, I kind of doubted you. Uh, I was kind of thinking. <laughs> well, as you know, Nightmare Jones, we have a tradition here on the Wrestle Talk Podcast. When you win, there is a little tune that we like to play, and I'm going to do my best to play it for you. Like this Everybody, celebrate All I do is win, win, win No matter what Come on, fellas Let loose, baby (laughs) Every time I step up in
1: the building Everybody hands go up And they stay there
0: Yeah, baby, that's how we do here Jim on the WrestleTop pod. <laughs> Jim Cornette is very disappointed in you, Hardcore Haas. You got swept. That's terrible. <laughs> well, <laughs> what a great game show challenge. Well, let's do this in order of, uh, 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 of just tenure. Let's go ahead and start with the maestro, Jeremy Karp. Maestro... I know this has been an incredible show. We were missing Drake, but when he goes back and watches this, I think he's going to be incredibly proud of what we've done here today, man. Any final thoughts as we go in to the biggest weekend of the professional wrestling year?
3: Okay, I got a couple. I honestly do. A couple quick ones. Number one, I think the game show challenge is better like this because we can actually see who says it first as opposed to just trying to guess who said it first, so Drake can't weasel his way out of saying he got screwed. I think so that's, that's fair. The first
0: um, <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs>
3: that, that's the first honest thing I did like about this. Number two, I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, a local wrestler near where I live, out here in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. His name's Moses Powell. Um, today marks his two-year anniversary since his first ever pro wrestling match. Um a lot of people didn't know if he he had a dream. A lot of people didn't know if he'd become a professional wrestler, but he did. He's been doing this for two years now since his first match. So wait, wait, wait. Uh, so which, by know. the
0: way, not only shout out to Moses Powell, Lord and Savior, you already know Moses knows what I'm talking about. Also, huge shout out to World League Wrestling, uh, who has allowed Moses to do what he does, along with Colton Vault. So I just want to jump in and say that because. Uh, no, Moses Moses, is a man of faith, like yours truly. So I had to make sure that I, I got that in there. But please continue.
3: Absolutely. So mad props to him. Um, at, you know, dreams can't come true. You know, just work your ass off and never give up on yourself. Um, and lastly, this has just been one hell of a show. I mean, you know, we've all had – we've had the meetings, the business meetings, guys, where we try to figure out that new avenue about how we're going to take this to the next level and not out over there, pretty much popping brain tumors out of his head, just <laughs> trying to figure out what to do next. And through it all, we might've just found our spot here on Streamyard because I've loved it. Um, and, you know, I'm just glad to be a part of it. So I, yeah, absolutely. This has been amazing.
0: All right Jeremy, well we thank you for that J- JP. I know you're a man of few words but whenever you do speak it's always truth and it's always honest. So uh what are your final thoughts uh for episode 340?
4: Oh, I've had a wonderful time here tonight and uh you know, I just look forward to future episodes and look forward to advancing things here on Streamyard and uh just excited to get back to some sort of normalcy here. In this upcoming year so uh, just looking forward to it and anybody if you're uh, Wrestlemania this weekend uh, April 10th in Martinsburg West Virginia WDWA will be bringing back their first show back so um, just looking forward to things opening back up and just continuing to get back to normal
0: love it Jonesy Bro, you're the one that started this uh, over five years ago. Uh, oh, gee. We lo- we we lost Rick last year uh, when I was when we were doing our interview. Uh, I, I I sat with Drake. He's gonna um, I'll talk to you guys this off the air, but Drake's gonna gonna be putting over the show on his uh, radio uh, terrestrial radio show. And then we talked to Rick Ruby, and Rick came up, man. So. After everything you've gone through now with six plus years on the WrestleTalk podcast, I think I sent you one of the first episodes ever the other day, which must have been crazy for you to listen to. But bro, this show is starting to catch up to some of the elite podcast, uh, uh of professional wrestling in the world, and it's got to mean probably more to you than any of us, man. is it? If you can, put it into words what this means to you and any final thoughts you might have for uh, episode 340. Oh, we lost you, Joey. We lost audio on you, buddy. You're not muted. Let's see if we can get you back on. We'll wait for you, bud. No worries. How about now? Yeah, loud and clear, Bobby. Right. Let's go.
1: All right, man, you know, like like I was saying, it's it's really hard to put into words exactly how much this means. Like, I mean, I started from the bottom, and, and now here we are on Stream, and man, Rick would have been so, so happy right now, like, Rick, Rick would have been ecstatic with everything that's been going on and whatnot, and, uh, sometimes, you know, I, 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 wonder if I'm doing the right things, but, you know, I just gotta keep on going through, and I thank you all for, for, uh, Supporting us and listening to us and watching the uh, podcast and continuing to watch us grow.
0: No doubt about it. Well, um, I guess um, thank you, all, you guys, all for being here and uh, you know being a part of the show, being a part of the movement. Um, obviously, there's so much more that goes on um, outside of just the 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 few people that you hear and see on the show every single week. Uh, this show would be nothing without Luke Skywalker Roberts. Uh, The show would be um, light years behind if it wasn't for the likes of Drake Lee, and I think about Jeremy Carp and Drake Lee, and I go, man, these guys are the future of this business, Uh, both media business, uh, reporting, uh, broadcasting, professional wrestling, you guys are the next wave, and I think we're intelligent for acknowledging that and giving you guys a platform to start to develop your personas and who you guys are because i think that not only is it beneficial to you i think that if you don't infuse your recipe with a new flavor every once in a while it starts to become stagnant and stale and that's the last thing that we want because you know from the very beginning i think this mission of taking this show to the next level and making this presentation elite uh, to use a word that's been frequently used in the world of professional wrestling recently, it takes more than one person. So I have the drive, I have the energy, now we have the the backup and the resources to make this happen. And really, as long as we continue to get the kind of support that we get here on the Talk Podcast, we're going to keep going. Because again, it's a bit of a therapeutic session for us. And number two, we are allowed to provide a platform for guys like Moses and like Colton Vol and so many of the other young up-and-coming talent that need the exposure that uh, that really that allows them to believe that the sky's the limit. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, guys, that we had Cameron Brené on the show, and she is now currently signed with NXT. It wasn't more than a year, year and a half ago that we had a guy by the name of Punishment Martinez here on the show, and now he is in the WWE wrestling at WrestleMania alongside Bad Bunny. And the list goes on and on of what we've been able to do to help project people towards their goals. Not necessarily our goals, but their goals. And so if helping other people helps elevate us, I'm all for it. And we'll continue to do this to episode 350 and beyond. Guys, thank you so very much for being here. We are eternally grateful. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please make sure you share. And last but not least, if you really love the show, make sure that you hit one of us up and let us know because we want to make sure that you have a WrestleTalk Podcast mug in your hand customized with your name on it for 20 bucks plus shipping. Jonesy, Haas, Dude, Maestro, DeWan Mills, luchador we thank you guys all for being a part of the wrestle talk family you guys have a wonderful night we love you and we're gonna go ahead and close this out with that dj money jam one more time because it is so freaking awesome that he created a song just for us and guess what very very soon we're gonna have a brand new intro for the whole show custom made just for us gentlemen thank you god bless you and good night.
2: All right, all right. Wrestle salt podcast. DJ
5: Money. Yeah. Let's
3: go. Welcome to high
5: spots, the pod, moves
0: like their shots we dog shop, coming through the screen of the lap. I like the belly my ass We got the it slow. the top Now you know we about to start the show.